I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast. Hello, I hope you're all safe and well. Um, and you know, we, I am live on LinkedIn, so if you do, if you're on there now, you do want to say hello, I will try and say hello back. Uh, I forgot to say hello to Barry back last week. I showed his, his post, but uh, hopefully you're out there. So let's uh, start with Ascentis. Uh, so Ascentis is one of the past community members. Uh, they've recently this week announced that they have uh, launched a new qualification, Essential Digital Skills. Um, they join other uh, members of the past community offering this skill. Uh, this qualification. So uh, it's a really quite an interesting area. Uh, it's all about upskilling uh, part of the population which do lack kind of basic ICT skills. So let's hear a bit more from uh, Francis and Graham from Ascentis, who I caught up with earlier this week, just talking about the qualification and the scope of the work. Francis and Graham, thank you very much for joining me. I hope you're both uh, safe and well. Um, so essential digital skills, it, I understand it's a, a very valuable qualification, which um, is an important thing. Francis, do you want to just give us a bit of information as to the, kind of the background as to where this all comes from? Yes, yeah, so the reason why we um, looked into developing essential digital skills is that um, there's 11.3 million people in the UK that actually lack basic digital skills, and that's made up of 8% of actual of adults that have no digital skills at all. Um, so the idea of this qualification is to actually bring digital, essential digital skills to these learners and these adults um, to enable them to um, use digital skills throughout their everyday life. Okay, so, and, it's, and it's a mix of, of kind of, you've got things like using device handling, creating and editing, communicating, transaction. They're, they're all life skills, aren't they? Yeah, um, so realistic life skills. Um, the assessments are based on those life skills as well. So there's um, questions that link directly to uh, those skills. So it's um, both, yeah, yeah. both qualifications are mapped to the, the national standards for essential digital skills. That's kind of at the, the core of the, the qualifications. And who is this targeted at then? What kind of audience is this for? So um, it's targeted for adults. So there's um, funding for 19, year, 19 and above. Um, so it's fully funded with legal entitlement, but it also is aimed at um, 16 to 18 year olds as well. So there is funding for 16 to 18 year olds because it is um, alarmingly, there are 16 to 18 year olds that they don't have the essential digital skills. So what we want to do is enable them to, um, to have those as well. It's also, you know, a real effort to kind of upskill the nation in a way uh, to get everyone to that minimum standard of, of digital skill. Um, you know, it's, it's anyone that, that wants to develop those skills for, for work, for life purposes, because they want to in daily life to, to you know, safeguard themselves for, you know, certain modern technology, um, but also for employability to, to enhance their employment opportunities. Um, lots of different reasons, really. I suppose everyone has a phone, don't they? You'd be hard pressed to find someone who hasn't got a smartphone. But I suppose one of the challenges is they they can use that, but they don't necessarily understand you know some of the practical applications at work. And now we're all like we are all remote now. Working at home using technology is a fundamental part of a lot of jobs. Not all of jobs, but you know, you'd be you'd be really struggling to find a job that doesn't have some form of technology mm -hmm. engagement in there. Yeah, so, what, so what's the kind of uh, structure of the, the, the qualification? Just walk me through how they're, how they're kind of let out, set out in terms of structure. 
Yeah, so so the entry three, um, there's, there's three elements to the entry three assessment in the form of a tutor observation, a practical e-assessment and a knowledge e-assessment. Um, and at level one, um, the there's no tutor observation, it's a practical e-assessment and a knowledge e-assessment. Um, at entry three, the practical assessment is split into life and work. Um, and at level one, the practical assessment is split into core life and work. Uh, and we use HTML delivery, um, which is, you know, the surpass platform. Um, and it's, it's a web-based platform. Uh, learners can build up their evidence. They, they need access to applications, to, to websites, to build on the evidence in the practical assessment. Um, the knowledge assessment is multiple choice questions. Uh, that is entirely computer marked. Mm -hmm. um, the marking for the practical is is tutor mark, but it's it's marked directly into surpass uh, into the platform. Um, so yeah, excellent. So and uh, yeah, having the range of um, technology in there as part of the assessment process is is obviously quite. It's interesting. I, I, obviously, this is and this is always a challenge with technology qualifications. And I, you know, I don't expect anyone to have the answers. But when you're using technology for a technology, you know, quite a, an entry level qualification that can be sometimes be a challenge uh, absolutely yeah, <clears throat> yeah it needs, needs to make sure that it's nice and easy to use isn't it yeah, it is. nice and practical. yeah. Mm -hmm. perfect well uh thank you both very much really appreciate uh spending time and, and i think what would be fantastic later as, as things develop here you know it'd be great to hear back from you as to how things are progressing so hopefully of course we'll have you both back soon so absolutely. thank you very much thank you both take uh, stay safe and uh, take care and uh, we'll we'll see you soon Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you, Francis and Graham, for that. It was a really interesting chat, and we do hope to bring more about this particular subject because the, the, there are a lot of challenges with this particular qualification. Like I mentioned, delivering an ICT qualification to via ICT um, without making technology a barrier is quite a challenge, and we we hope that everyone is uh, is able to access it, and we look forward to hearing more feedback on that as well. So it's really quite interesting. So in addition to this, kind of couple with this, um, I spoke to Ashley Whittle from our test conversion and training service. Um, Ashley's team were involved in uh, supporting the census with the development of the uh, content for this. Um, and also um, talking about the training, just basically post COVID going virtual with uh, training. So it was a really good chat and catch up with Ashley. So here's me talking to Ashley early in the week. Hi, Ashley, how are you doing? Hi, Tim. Yeah, good, thanks, you. Are you surviving all this, all the lockdown is everything? Just about. <laughs> you can see the claw marks on the wall over there. <laughs> no, I know. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Um, so we, I've just been listening to a conversation. I've just been having a conversation with the guys from Ascentis, just talking about their essential digital digital skills oh, uh, qualification. So uh, tell us, you guys were involved in that that process conversion, uh, converting the content. What, what what happened with that then? Yeah, so um, that was a really successful project. We've done several like that, where it's quite short. We look at the content, analyze it we can provide some kind of experience as users of Surpass, um, some consultancy on it, and then, yeah, just convert users of Surpass for them. Um, and yeah, that was a really successful short project that we had going on in the team. And it sounds like, just listening to the content that they've, they've got in there and the range of, of, of assessment types, it's, it's a really quite a comprehensive one. And I know you guys have got a lot of experience as part of this. You've just taken this um, kind of function on from Georgie, haven't you? And you're, you're making it your own, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where a customer either wants training so they can use the pass for themselves or they just want someone else to 
give them a hand and just do it for them. So it fits quite nicely um, side by side with training, I found. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's perfect. And so, in terms of training, um, you're looking after that um, as well. What what's what's happening in that space? What what's going on there with training? It's quite exciting um, time at the moment. We've got our own dedicated training service now, and we've grown. And um, we've got two product trainers uh, who are just doing uh, fantastic things. They've created a virtual um, training program for Secure Marker, which we only had face to face resources for before um, all of this pandemic stuff happened, um, and yeah, so now we can deliver uh, secure market training virtually as well as surpass. And it's modular. It's based on roles. So it's more applicable directly to customers who are use secure market in the real world. They can come to training and say, right, this course is all about me. This is what I'm going to use the product for day in, day out. Um, and because of its modular function, it's like a blended learning course. So they'll have to go away, do some work on their own or as a team, and then we'll come back together, consolidate all of that. Um, and we've just had some really good, great feedback from that course. So I'm glad that it's managing to still tick along, even though we're still working from home. Yeah, yeah it's been good. And are you finding with the training now it's virtually delivered? Is it as good? Is it just different? Um, you know, have you... What's the, what's it feel like to be doing the virtual training? It was definitely strange at first. It's a different skill set, but I actually think it's better because it's a short, bite-sized amount of contact you're having with trainees. Mm. It is intense. You've got to keep them engaged, you know, with their computer for a short amount of time. But then in that time, they've got to use that and go away and apply what they've learned to the product in their own time and do and have more space for activities that you wouldn't have in an ordinary training day mm. um, face to face. And you can fit that training course around their working time. So in the same day, we've been able to train people in the Philippines, in America and, you know, ordinarily would have had to have flown to those places um, yeah. so all of these barriers are getting broken down and i have a feeling that this method of training will continue even if we start going back to the office that's, um, that's good to hear and i think a lot of people have been saying that a lot about a lot of the things we've learned so uh, that's mm -hmm. awesome have you got any top tips for parents out there who are, are teaching their, their their kids or is it <laughs> is that something completely different yeah i'm uh -huh. not qualified to give any <laughs> advice of that no, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, if any any parents are looking for a training course material, uh, then Ashley's. Uh, no, it sounds brilliant. So thank you very much, and the team's growing stronger and stronger, isn't it? It's it's getting bigger and bigger all the time, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah, exciting few months ahead, I think. Excellent, excellent. Will you take care? Thank you very much. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you soon. See you later, Tim. Cheers, bye, bye. So it's great catching up with Ashley on that. Uh, I love the mountains in the background there. And that's a lovely little graphic that. Um, okay, so further news of other events. We've got the webinar uh, on the 11th with Examity. We're really looking forward to that. There's going to be Gary, Shannon uh, from this past team. And then we've got Brian and Steve uh, from the Examity team. And we're going to try and we're going to walk people through uh, what's going to be happening as part of the, the, the working relationship and the addition of Examity to our online proctoring service. Um, you know, things like live proctoring and uh, secure browser and uh, automated processes as well. So there's lots of lovely things we're going to hear about. Um, we're going to try and answer some of your questions as well. So I know there's been a few nice questions that have come through, um, people's questions generally about online proctoring. Um, you've got a bit of a captive audience there to, to ask them. So uh, please do come along and uh, join in and take part of that. In addition, uh, on the 23rd of February, we have the pre-release webinar uh, with Tom and Holly. 
Um, really looking forward to that. And we've even got a little clip for you uh, from Tom just to tell you a bit more about what's going to be taking part in that webinar. So here's Tom. Hi, I'm Tom from the BTL product communications team. Join me and Holly on the 23rd of February for the next pre-release webinar where we'll be talking about all of the new and exciting features going into the next release of Surpass. This includes the new safe search functionality in item search that allows you to store and share search criteria for use at a later time. We also have a lot of improvements to item sets, including support for item sets in uh, individual review tasks, as well as set level comments. And finally, we'll be discussing the new source material panel in item authoring that allows you to view source material side by side with item content when writing your questions. We're really looking forward to showing you these features on the 23rd of February. Uh, the webinar will start at 4 p.m. GMT, and we really hope to see you there. Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Tom. Uh, I'm sure if you ask very nicely on the webinar, Tom might even give you a little tune on the piano there in the background. Uh, don't forget also we have a networking event, uh, Assessment in Schools, on the 3rd of March. Now, this is kind of coupled with uh, a Westminster Education Forum event, which is taking place. Uh, they normally run up to about 12 o'clock, and then what we're doing is saying, come along to the networking afterwards. Um, and anyone who's not attending that event can come along as well. So it's just an opportunity. And um, we're going to use this, um, a particular networking space. We'll have topics uh, sat around so people can move around the space and engage with each other and uh, learn a bit more about other people's experiences in this area. And I kind of, what I'd like to do is bring together an international audience. So although the, the event before it is about England, um, it, there's a huge opportunity for other people to come and tell people how they're doing it or express their opinions um, and ideas. So please do uh, look at that. If you want to join any of those events, then go to pass.com slash sign up and you'll be able to register for those. So just other events that are coming up soon. So don't forget about ATP Innovations and Testing Conference. So please do register yourself for that. We'd love to see you there. Um, we've got two presentations as part of it. We're looking at user research for an inclusive experience. Um, that's with Kat and uh, Andy. And then we also we're doing a, um, a Peas in the Pod session with Amanda Danis on the use of the uh, standard setting uh, tool. So that's functionality within the platform, which has been released over the past uh, six months or so. So it's worth checking out if you don't know much about that. Uh, I think Amanda will also touch on uh, the idea of remote and virtual working with standard settings. So please do check that out. Uh, don't forget also the assessment awards are open. Uh, there's been plenty of uh, coverage on LinkedIn uh, from the E-Assessment Association. Karen's been pushing a lot out about that. So please do get yourself registered, get yourself recognized for all the fantastic achievements you have uh, done over this uh, past year. This is the time really to um, get yourself uh, rewarded for that. Um, and so if you want any information on those, then go to pass.com slash events for, for more updates. Um, now, just looking at some other uh, content. Let's just add this to the stream. So uh we've got um i've got a full screen of that uh Plus looking for a head of uh, project management uh, so an opportunity to work for the uh, the amazing alpha plus team uh mbme have uh, done an interview with one of their former assessment science and psychometrics interns uh, just about working on the program so it's worth checking that out if you're interested in that particular area um, congratulations to ACT, so Association of Corporate Treasurers. They've just gone live with a digital certification program. Um, I'm hoping to catch up with them a bit more on that uh, later on this year. So that'd be really quite interesting. We did a brilliant webinar on that with uh, Credible, Danny King, uh, talking about accredited, um, uh, digital certifications and uh, also talked about uh, the, the kind of Bitcoin equivalent. 
um, as well. So it's worth checking that out if you want a bit more information. And then finally, uh, Gateway are going to be talking at the uh, AOC annual conference coming up um, next week. So, or this is the weekend, or oh, it's Monday, isn't it? Uh, so please do check that out if you want to learn more about the work that they've been doing. Um, in that, you'll see they're involved in the essential digital skills uh, work as well. So that's it from me. I hope you're all um, safe and well. Enjoy the lovely weekend and the um, we're getting some freezing weather coming through. I hope you get slightly better weather than us. Uh, take care. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit Surpass.com. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.